Jay Fiedler, still third quarter sack. Harrison, fumble. Mike Frable picks it up, Tom. Yeah, when you look at Rodney Harrison and you see him around the line of scrimmage, you had better be alert and aware of where he is. He comes off the edge. They try to dual protect it, bring somebody out to it. No chance for him to get their turnover recovered by New England. And this day, perfect for a nice cold brewski. Teddy Brewski picks off Fiedler. Touchdown, the four-yard pick. And the Patriots lead it 10-0, and that's the play that would seal it. Watch the great play by Brewski. He actually hides himself behind the line of scrimmage, squatted down, and I hope you understand what a great catch of the ball that was. This is one of the most humorous scenes. After the <laughs> touchdown, then they got a safety instead of fireworks. It's snow. It's snowballs and snow showers. That was the recap from... Well, a guy at the beginning of the year. No, 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 not Chris Berman. Everybody loves Berman. But Tom Jackson mixed in there as well. Mm. Like, we forget when we started this way back in August and September foyer, there was the whole they hate their coach line. And now we are into week 14 of the regular season in 2003. You heard the highlights of December 7th. I'll tell you, a 12 nothing win, boy, oh, boy. 12 nothing win, and six of the points came from the defense. But you know something? It's all about Tom Brady, all those championships. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, and I have said this to him and said it for many years, a guy who got completely porked out of a Super Bowl MVP because of Brady's drive in Super Bowl 36. Our guy who joins us, Ty Law, is a part of the 3 look back. Ty, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? I appreciate that, man, because I can't say it. Damn it, I can't say it. I missed out. I missed out on me a damn car, man. That's it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. But again, you know, it, it, it's funny, Ty, because we are being glib in part because now all we hear about is offensive league and this and that. And Tom Brady right. did everything for the Patriots. And you know what's crazy, Ty? The more we look back on 03, the more we realize, yep, Brady had moments. There's no question. But good lord. You guys were unbelievable defensively, and you shut out a Dolphins team 12-0. You had shutouts, not left and right, but my God, was that the best defense you ever played on, that 3 or was were you guys even better next year defensively? You know what? I think that was uh, one of the best years. I mean, it, it was it, maybe even one of the other Super Bowl years because we were ranked pretty much number one across the board. You know, uh, you know, with uh, total total defense. So I mean, that team that was put together. When I say we were a defensive team, not taking anything away uh, from Tom Brady, but I'm like, yo, man, y'all forgetting about what we used to do back there. It was always somebody else, as you know, Christian being on the other side. You never know who was going to make the play. You know what I mean? We we had a competition within the competition playing against somebody else, and man. Them was some hell of a defense. I put our defense up against, you know, anybody, especially when it comes down to the, the, those key moments. We might not have had all the big names that some of these other highly touted defenses are known for, you know, but we thought we were the best, and we proved it week in and week out. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, the names weren't well known at that point in time in December 7, 2003, but fast forward a couple of years, I think everybody started getting some recognition. But I'm curious – I know the way the mentality was back in 2007, 20 years ago, but to start the season, it didn't go very well. The team started 4-4. Four and four. There was a lot of just, you know, injuries. A lot of guys were getting hurt, and there wasn't really, like, the chemistry and at least the proof of it yet. 
What were what were your thoughts, or what do you remember from how the year started to how the team progressed to that point, which would be t- literally twenty years from today? I mean, it, we always knew as a team and as a, and especially as a defense, this ain't a sprint. It's, it's a marathon. So you know, you have that first quarter of the season, the second quarter, and the third quarter. We wanted to be prepared when it came crunch time. We still, Everyone still figured themselves out in the first four games. Just because you had training camp, and I think you could back me up on this, Christian, that you don't have it together. You there, you know, training camp, you're putting in plays, you're evaluating players, you're making all these cuts and everything. It's like in basketball now. You got to put the pieces together to see what works, and that's pretty much how it was. You know, counting all the injuries and things like that. But we knew once we got it, and 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 how we played and how we felt about each other, man, give us opportunity. You know, late in the season, we're gonna show you what we can do. Ty, you never seem to be bothered by the weather. Is that me just making an assumption? Because this was a game, there was the big snowstorm. It was cold as hell. We know the moments you've had yeah. against Peyton Manning in the snow. Were you okay just playing in bad weather? Because I don't know if a lot of corners nowadays sort of be like, yeah, I want to go play in 20 degrees. <laughs> hey, when well, you think about it, I come from Alcoa, Pennsylvania, cold as hell. University of Michigan, cold as hell. So coming up here to New England, I was pretty much uh, used to it. And then I, I I like to take that and use that to my advantage because I would always come out sleeveless. And just to have that, at least in my mind, I thought I had the psychological advantage because usually the receivers are all covered up, bundled up, you know, mitts and hand warmers and sleeves, turtlenecks. You know, you know y'all how y'all is, Chris. Y'all a little soft. Oh, 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 I am 100%. 100%. Ty, I grew up in L.A. Okay, it's a little bit different than growing up in, like, Pennsylvania and Michigan. I was – Sante went out there. Man, he came back in at halftime. He's like, the hell with y'all. I think we got you for the swear jar. I think we got you another uh, – some money in the swear jar. We got to add that, that was to a good Greg one. Hill. That was a good one. He kind of – if you're wondering where the sound just disappeared – because uh, Ty just put what? Would you put a hundred bucks in the swear jar, Ty? Yeah, I put a hundred bucks. In All the right, swear. it's for a good cause, cousin for a cause. But Christian, hey, guess, hey, you should, man. I'm telling you, Christian was he? He was a sleeve guy. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. He, he came out the ball. I give it to him, but he was a sleeve guy. You know, but because he played well, we gave him a pass. But we 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 like to wear no sleeves, man. That's it's a psychological advantage, and I loved it, especially when the Miami guys came. Oh my God! You talking about hilarious, y'all? Y'all might as well brought your brought your blankets out. I I, you know I, I, I Ty, I remember. You know what? I remember that game. It, it was nuts. I remember like because you used to stay at the uh, what is it? The Norwood. I forgot what it was. The hotel up there on Route One, and there was so much snow. And I remember opening up the 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 window and the blinds are going great. There was a ton of snow. The field, the grass was long as hell. It was slow. And Jay Fielder was your quarterback. Do you remember? Like, what was was there any fear factor at all when you saw Jay Fiedler was going to be their quarterback? <laughs> did you did you hear you say I'm licking my child? Fiedler, the quarterback? Oh, oh, that's oh, this is a stat game. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just pissed off that I ain't getting none. You know, Bruce, you got him. So we was all looking forward to that one because when you're coming up. Remind me, you don't have a premier quarterback. You know, that's something that we all say, you know, well, we can pad these stats on that. That's a stat game. 
Let me you know, tell you, these... know, division and everything else. So it was no pressure whatsoever. Do... You just wanted to go out there. It was more pressure to make a play because you knew you were going to get an opportunity. Do these, here's some of the receivers that you played against that day. Uh, tell me, like, just so, uh, tell me what you remember quickly. Look, Aronde Gatson. You remember him? Yes, big. Yeah, Aronde got me uh, one before. He had, he had huge hands. And he got he can use his body. He wasn't gonna run past you, but if it touches his hands, he's gonna catch it. Okay, Chris Chambers. Fast, big receiver, you know, fast, crazy athleticism, can jump out the gym. And uh you know, if you slip on Chris Chambers, he he can run by you. So he was one of those, you know, big guys, big guys that can run the super athletic. Well, I'm amazed at your recall on this. This is a this is amazing, the recall in your scouting report. I'm curious, I don't think you know this guy, Darius Thompson. No, you I don't know him correct, either. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about it. And the other guy <laughs> was correct. the other guy is James McKnight. The only reason why I know James McKnight yes. because I played with James at, at, at Seattle. Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, see, uh, James, he played at Liberty. He was also, you know, a, a fast guy. You know, what I mean, he was he he not very physical. You know, what wasn't a tough guy, but he's one of those type of guys. If uh, you don't pay any attention to him, he'll run past you. He'll be at the other end of the end zone waiting because he had that type of speed. But, you know, it wasn't so much of a, you know, threat as far as what he can do from a down-to-down situation. You knew he was a long ball guy. You know what's crazy is at one point in time when Tom Brady was chasing the wins in the first 50 games, Jay Fiedler was a benchmark at one point on that list, believe it or not. Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, Tom, like Jay Fiedler? The guy won like 36 or 7 of his first 50 games did Fiedler. That's why he. I think the everybody pumped him up because he was the guy that was down there winning with Miami, but I don't necessarily know. Man, if come it was... on. At that time, too, let's, let's keep it real. Miami was a defensive team, too. Yep. You know, you had Jason Taylor, uh, Pat Sertain, Sam Madison. You had guys on that defensive ball defensive side of the ball that can play. So, you know, yeah, you can pretty much take a, a decent quarterback, you know, any NFL quarterback, and if you can stop points from being put on the board, you got a chance. So, I mean, I get the credit to the defense on that. I'm with you. The legendary Ty Law with Gresh and Fourier walking back in 2003. It is uh, week 14 of our look back December 7th. The Patriots 12 nothing win against the Miami Dolphins inside a very snowy uh, then CMGI field. I don't even think it was Gillette Stadium back then. No, this is 03, right? It? I think CMGI might have lasted three years, and then they I changed it. I thought it lasted it. like three days. Oh, well, I think it was a you little. You ain't lying. CMGI. Look, maybe maybe I done get hit my head too many times, but I don't even remember that one. I thought it was Foxborough Stadium. There you go, yeah. <laughs> I know they had a couple of, of different uh, names along the way. Now, I got something for you guys in terms of, of uh, jogging the memory, and I have a funny feeling Ty might remember this a little more than Christian might. But do you guys remember Dolphins offensive lineman Jamie Nails? His helmet broke in half during this game. Do either of you remember I, that? I personally do, and I because I remember the guy that took the block on that shattered it, that split it in half. I think it was Ted Ted Johnson. That's my guess. I was I was just about to say if anybody did that, it was Ted. Yeah, and I mean Ted. And I ain't talking about Bruce. I'm talking about Johnson. If anybody did something like that, it had to be. Ted Johnson to break a helmet. You well, know he had, what I mean? I, it, well, I mean, I know I didn't hit that hard, so I, it wasn't me. <laughs> Yo, he was there. The, I, I remember them, huh? Ty. I remember them. 
Uh, actually, like uh, whoever the lineman was, the lineman you were talking hey, about, like, Jamie I Nails. remember him like looking at it, like looking to the sideline, going, "What do I do with this?" Yeah, I think they said, "Put it back on." <laughs> they just glued it. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they glued each side put of some head. tape on the top of it. What's the problem well, here? You know what? I've talked to guys, and whether it's Sam Gash, I talked to. Remember Natron Means? You remember, yep. remember him? Absolutely, uh, guys. Man, they told me personally that the hardest hitting linebacker that they ever went against was Ted Johnson. They no one running back wanted to uh wanted to see him. It is crazy. Like he man, he can hit. It's just that when it's time to cover, you know, we got we got we got hey, we gotta get on it. We gotta get y'all here, bro. <laughs> when it's time oh, to yeah. cover he trips you. Yeah. Hey, you know, a guy like Ted, I wonder if he would even play in today's game. We think about it. First and down, first second down backs, run stopping backs. No, he would. They don't exist anymore. He, Ted would play yeah, as a you know, fullback. You know what? You know what? Ted would be damn good at guys. The tush push. Put Ted Johnson in the middle of that thing. He gonna go in there and wreck some havoc. <laughs> Who's got? You know I mean, that tush push might not work with him because man, he was an animal in there. And then you got time on the goal line. I like. I'm usually on goal line, but it's certain big packages. I got benched for Ted Johnson, y'all. <laughs> what? There's no shame in that. There's no shame. Ted Johnson, come on. There's yeah. no shame in that. Are you want? No, a- you damn right. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because you go ahead and take on that hit, hit, hit. I want to cover. So if the receiver goes, because a lot of times they would leave me on on goal line. I'm like. It ain't no damn receivers out here. Yeah, yeah, they're all <laughs> tight ends. Yeah, I can just see you pointing to your, <laughs> exactly. tapping your helmet. Like, where's the subs? Where are the subs yeah, at? You ain't, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> hey, hey, what it was? Uh, I got Christian in, into uh, NFL. We'll see it. I mean, rest in peace. And we was playing in Atlanta. Born in uh, or is from Aliquippa. I was born in Brownsville, Ty, and spent my first 15 years in Western PA, like Carmichael's, Little California, yeah. Little little Washington. See, only the Yinzers and the people That's... from the area would know to say Little Washington yeah. and Little California. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, 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 so, uh, I'm I, like, I, I relate to Ty on some of this stuff on the whole cold and all that kind of deal and, and just the... Like the you know why were the Steelers the enemy and and all that kind of stuff, but it's funny, Ty, because I kind of relate to some of the stuff that you're saying, having been born in Western PA and all that connection. Here's something else I do want to hit you with: you guys won the division on this game, Ty. Do you remember how it was discussed from Bill and the coaches, and then the discussions that you would have with teammates like Christian about winning the division? Ty's gone. He's gone. That's it. That's it. He, he dropped off on us. That was it. <laughs> we lost him about, along the way. Well, that's a good question, too, because as you were saying that, I don't know if you can get him back. We'll see what happens. They wrapped up the division December 7th? It set, so here's what I wrote down in the notes. Win and win the division. That's what it was. Jeez, that was a hat and T-shirt game, huh? Yes, it was. Do you remember, do you remember any of the lean-in? Like at all? Ty, Ty's saying that was our fault, so he's back. Oh, it is our fault? Oh, that is you, mad. I was, like, I was like, man, what did I say? They didn't click me? No, <laughs> no, no, you didn't You didn't cuss or nothing like that. So I, uh, I let me let me hit you with this, Ty. This was a hat and T-shirt game, as I just framed it to Fourier. It was win and win the division. 
Do you remember that? Like, was it discussed from the coaches to you guys? Or do you remember kind of the discussions that you were having with teammates about having a chance to wrap up the division so early in the year? You know what? That's a little why I can't – I don't know who initiated that. Maybe Christian, he can – you know, elaborate on that more, but that back then I don't know what happened during the week. I just Me neither. Do the job. Anytime we get a, you know, a hat and T-shirt and however, uh, however they want to call it, and how we handle practice. I know if we had a chance to close out, that's what we would want to do. You know what I mean? Hey, did you ever? Did I you can't ever remember did, steps up to that? Did you ever wear the 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 divisional hat Damn or T-shirt? It, I was literally was just going to ask like, you guys I that. I don't think I ever wore it. Maybe the day like that that is that time. I'm curious, like. You ever wear those hats, or was it just meaningless based on what you really wanted? No, I mean, I think if any time you put it on right after the game, and then as soon as you get back to the locker room, you putting back on the swag. Anybody yeah. wearing that with the job ain't done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely would look. I don't wear my Super Bowl rings, guys. So I mean, I mean, it's just a special occasion. So I damn sure wasn't about to put on a hat. You know, <laughs> me personally. So, yeah, can I get to the front of the line? I'm here to. I'm here for the party. Look at my hat. Yeah. I won the AFC East. It's December seventh. Sure, bring, bring him up to the front, sir. It's Ty Law. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that why you'd wear the rings, right? Yeah. You'd be like, you know, you scratch your face with it on, and people oh. would be like, "Oh, that's that guy." There you go. Now, hey, hey Chris, do you, do you wear yours? I mean, mine was no. Sitting you're in the same the with me for about, about about ten, twelve years. I mean, didn't get. I, I was asked to bring them out. I had to go. Look for them. Put a safe, and, and basically, man, it's like I haven't seen anything. I had to dust them off because Hi. they've been gone so long. Because it's like it was kind of like you know that is something that you can always go back to. But when you're in the moment and you're, and you're living life, yeah, I, I just felt like this is not who I am. This is what I did. So yeah. bring them out every now and again. You know what I mean? When we do occasionally when I start doing some things with the vodka, people wanted to see them and stuff like that. So. Every now and again, bring them out, but it was never one of those things that I would just, you know, this is part of my everyday wardrobe. As proud as I am of being a three-time champion, it's like, this didn't rings is for my kids. Yeah, you know, you know what? I, I lost mine for two years, and I couldn't find them. And, and two years later, I realized they were in my backpack the entire time. They were sitting in my backpack wow. for two years, and I went to go look for a pen tie, and I was like, huh, they're in my rings. Pull them out, put them in. <laughs> See, that's a true well, story. Well, see, those guys, see, Lou see. and those guys were there with me. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you was about to say you did a telly band of cane. No, that I didn't leave it in the bathroom. What is it yeah, with was, uh, what is it with y'all? In the ring, though, Christian. That's a I a boy, that's disrespecting the ring. At least mine was protected in the safe. You know, I knew I would the find them. Stuff, Listen, yeah. I knew I didn't lose them, Ty. I just knew I would eventually like most things in my life, I would find it again. They would just pop up and sure as hell. There were some places I just mm. forgot to look. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, you bet not been in the Providence Place Mall. No, no. You would, oh, no. Back up then. That, ask Tully. It's, cr- <laughs> it's crazy whether it's rings or whatever. And, Ty, you might remember this. And Zoe told me this story of getting in uh, Bledsoe's car once and pulling down the visor and an $80,000 check fell in his lap. How does that happen with y'all? <laughs> hey, guess what? Not me. Bledsoe was making... Blesso was making the rain making it rain long before the term came out. Let me tell you that one. You know what I mean? Because I we went and snuck and seen his check. You know, so I, I can say it now because what no hey because they used to give us the check. Remember Christian? And you just put it up in yeah. your locker. It wasn't yeah. too much direct deposit and all that stuff <laughs> going on. So at that time, it was Dave Meggett. He was like, 
he, they put Drews in. He wasn't in, he wasn't by the uh, his locker. So Dave Meggs said, "Watch the door." And we went over there. We wanted to see with Drew. Man, he opened up that thing. Man, we all just start screaming and running around the locker room. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's <laughs> crazy. That perspective. Oh, you know, I, you don't count up other man's money and nothing like that. But this is this is all in fun. I was making three hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. You know, my my that year, my rookie year. Guess what Drew's check was for two weeks? Easily three thirty. Three hundred and thirty. Three hundred and thirty five thousand. Yeah. He made two more thousand dollars of me, you know, in one pay period and yeah. that that was my salary. I was like, damn, I said, Ooh, I can't wait to get me one of these one day. You were a <laughs> first round pick. You were a first round pick in the nineties. There was no exactly. there was no and slotting and my anything. First, my, exactly. My first year salary was a hundred and nineteen thousand. So my second year that was a three thirty three, that was a that was a ninety six, but my first year salary was one nineteen. So this is why yep. you called him bread so because he had the bread. <laughs> oh, he had the bread. He had the home. You talk, you know, normally when we go do team outings and, you know, we go to a nice restaurant and all that, Drew can invite the whole team over his house. See, my house ain't never been that big, so we go over to Drew's <laughs> to congregate. You know what I mean? So that that was where the party was at. Uh, no, he was he was on some Mr. Kraft type stuff when he bring he bring the whole team and the whole community to his house. That's how Drew was getting down. Mm. Oh, Boy, now he's got a winery. That's I, real money. I so want it. Like, yeah. I almost wish we did, and we had some great guests along the way, Charlie Weiss and people like that. I almost wish we did more of these with Ty because, like, and you know what it is, too? I, I honestly well, Rodney God, was really good. Rodney, Rodney was, was great. great. No question. No, no, no. It was really good. But, like, with Ty, he feels like, again, we just, and I know we got to go, but we have, like, a guy in the Twitch chat who was like, uh, from 02 to 19, every AFC title game had this quarterback, this quarterback, this quarterback, but tell me it's defense. Ty Law's only a GD Hall of Famer, and this guy now has to sit around here 20 years later and hear how he had no involvement in this. Like, that's the part that I want to pull out of Ty, because I know the hot fire is in there. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, you know I, what? <laughs> There's always going to be some trolls out there that want some clickbait. And all that, but we, we, let's not even give it to him. Let, let, let's not even, you know, mention the comments as nonsense like that because real football people know, you know what I mean? And it's like, hey, you're not taking anything away from any other player, especially those that have been on the championship teams. But damn it, if defense wasn't the strength of that team years ago, Man, please, you don't know football. Well, it is funny, and we'll let you go after this because it, you know we since we've been doing this, like we like Gresh mentioned earlier, Ty, oh. we realized like some of the scores of the games was like nine to three, ten to six, and so, like the offense was not putting up any points whatsoever. It was usually a struggle, just so we don't mess it up, and especially how it started. And then because I always felt like there were two different errors, like that, like Tom Brady didn't doesn't wasn't like Tom Brady until you know years later, oh seven. 07 but all the first three Super Bowls, like this was the legit narrative of Brady was he was a game manager. He wasn't a game. He wasn't killing you. He wasn't putting up 36 points. No. It was it's, the defense. You know what? It's no, it's, it's no doubt. Look, let's, that, like, like, let's, first of all, let's say we know who the greatest football player and the GOAT is of all time, regardless of position, and that's Tom, that's Tom Brady. It's not that he probably couldn't have, you know, get those points. The thing is, he didn't need to get those points because what we were doing on defense. See, he didn't, they didn't have to put the ball in his hands and see what you could do because at that time, 
a lot of it was unknown because the defense was so dominant that, okay, Charlie Washington, uh, 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 whoever the coordinator is, can sit there and pick and choose, you know, how we're going to do it. You're never playing from behind. You know what I mean? But when he had to take the, the reins and say, okay, you know, this is the team and this is how we are, we're offensive-minded, guess what? He's already won a couple championships. Guess what? Hey, let, let, let's go. Then you realize that we got to ride this horse right here. But at the time, we didn't know how much of a horse he was. You know, and that's even from a team perspective. It's like, man, he's young. We don't know. But guess what? We got to do our jobs to make him be the best version of himself. We didn't know he was going to be the GOAT at the time. If he was going to be the GOAT at the time, damn it, he wouldn't have got drafted 199th pick. Drew Bledsoe was the first pick. So we didn't know, but he became who he is. And hats off to Tom Brady, man, because, damn it, a resume like that, I mean, it's not even a debate as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to hear nothing about no other quarterback. Tom Brady's exempt. Every, now let's say who was the second best of all time. We can have a conversation, but he's on a whole other planet. I love it. Ty, this has been so much fun. Thanks a bunch, man. Yeah, thanks, this has buddy. been great. And uh, you know what? If we do this again next year for the 4 team as Fourier rolls his eyes – Everyone who's come on has loved talking about it. I don't know why they wouldn't want to do it again next year, but you know the door is always open, Ty. We appreciate you, man. Thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.